What up? What's the word? What's the word? Um, I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. I'm making some tea. I'm waiting on my peach pie to be hot so I can have it with ice cream. Peach pie? Peach pie. Is uh, peach pie is not peach cobbler? No, it's just peach pie. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> it's just, um, peach cobbler to me is like when it's like the crumbs on the top and a bit more cinnamon. Peach pie is just like the regular crust and it's just peaches. That must be some Atlanta shit because if I <laughs> anything even that resembles peach cobbler, that's what it's gonna be. Yeah. Somebody brought me peach pie, but like, why don't you just make this a cobbler? <laughs> <laughs> so I can so really enjoy myself. I'm like, come on, just a little cinnamon. You still need the, the pie part, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not cinnamon ish like I like it. I'm really uh, not eating it, but I had um vanilla ice cream because Edie's was buy one get one free at Publix and I only eat vanilla ice cream if it's with a pie or a cake okay that's respectable so I was like I'll wait but my new bed came today and I put it together oh really yes wait wait hold on where'd you get this bed from um, where they be trafficking kids, Wayfair. Oh, okay. Cause I, <laughs> I was like, um, ain't they supposed to put the bed together for you, or is it a? Ah, no, it's not. Now those beds that okay, this bed you can, um, pay somebody extra to put it together, uh-huh. but I always put my own furniture together, so it it wasn't that bad. It was just like a lot of fucking pieces, but. When I ordered the girls' bunk beds and I put that shit together myself, there's nothing I can't put together myself. So it took me two hours, but I got it together. Oh, see, you know, yeah, I hate to say it. These are all the reasons that are gonna keep keep you further away from wanting a man around. You know? I, I said that. So my friend, <laughs> like, my friend is my oh. friend is she she in Orlando with her man, right? And they had a pool yeah. with his friends and shit. And she was like, Chantal, what are you doing? I said, I'm putting together my bed. And she was like, your new bed. She was like, you know what? She was like, you are goals because I don't know what woman has two kids and does everything you do and then you do it the long way. Like, why don't you wait and then my man will be back such and such time and I can just have them put together for you. Or do the, is there somebody that can put it together for you? How much it costs? I'm just like, girl, I don't... If, when I really need help, I'm going to let a man in my life know I need help. But yeah. when it's like something like this and I know I could do it myself, I'm going to do it myself and I'm not going to complain while I do it because it just feels better once it's done and I did it myself. But I also did say, I said, Chrissy, if I ever have a man beside me or in my life, just know this man in Jesus' name, okay? Because if you a man for me and you doing less than what I can do by myself, why are you here? 
Yeah, because it's not it's not a like a bad thing that you do this. I just feel like mentally you <laughs> even more like, see, this is why I don't need these niggas around. Cause I got all my stuff together. I got a house. I build all my stuff, take care of my kids, got my fathers in, in check. You know what I mean? Like, so it's almost like what what do I actually need a man around for? Yeah, I, I, I didn't say that to myself, but I did say, like, if a man comes into my life, he has to be, like, be able to do shit like this with one hand. You know what I'm saying? And he has to be such a man that I just feel like, oh, the bed came. Can you put it together for me? He's like, yeah, I'm putting it together already. Like, it has to be that man. Because or, if a man doing anything less, I can't accept it. So what if he's like, don't worry, babe, I got it. And he just paid to get it put together. To me, that's bitch shit. Like I had I had the man that um that will pay maintenance to come do something or will pay for somebody else to come look at that noise in their car or will pay somebody to come cut the grass. I like a man that that annihilates the need for any other man in my life. Well, well, now, wait, now, come on now. Now, come on. Now, now, I don't expect my man to be like, oh, the toilet fucking up. Let me fix it myself. No, let's call a plumber. Like, yeah, that's cool. Like, you don't know everything now. Some of us can't fix all of it. I don't, like, <laughs> I don't expect y'all to fix all of it, but don't, don't be no, oh my God, um, this shit is broken. Let me call the people so they can replace the whole thing instead of like trying to see if you could do it. Okay, all right, that, that's respectable. I thought you yeah, meant like, no. go out air conditioning, even though you have no idea what you're doing. I'm like, so that's no, 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 no. Call the black people. <laughs> and know? then it's really hard because my my mom's dad, he had 13 kids and he was a carpenter and he built houses. Oh man! So he will purposely come in your house and walk around and look for shit that's fucked up and fix it. You know what I'm saying? If you needed a dining room table, he would make the table from scratch. <laughs> so so for me to be like, oh, I have a man now, don't ever be worried about me. Okay? I'm in good hands. Yeah. <laughs> I see I see that. I just I just didn't want you selling yourself out and being like, look, I don't even need these niggas. No, I, 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 I mean, a man would be nice, but I ain't, I ain't out here searching high and low for one either. You damn me the lumberjack at this point. I'm See? cool. <laughs> you have to build a house out of logs. Listen, I mean, I, right now, like, I'm not looking for no man to build no house, but a man that already has a house and would like to buy some more property, that's right up my alley. Yep. You buy some money there where y'all at. Shoot. Yes. Awesome, yeah. We got a message already. Yeah, who is this? Who came up in here? I don't know. It's Rainy. Rainy. She was on here last hey, night. Shannon. Yeah. Hi, Hi, doll baby. Hi, lovely. Hi, OG, triple OG. <laughs> what a classic name. <laughs> what y'all up to? Yep. We are chilling. We are about to um, get into the show. This is the Real Relationship Report podcast. So um, we do a show twice a month. 
So this is our first show for September. And the topic is your person will change in the relationship. Mm. And all of the things that come with the change, good or bad, are mentally prepared for it. Um, Do you already know the changes that you will not stick around for? Or are you testing it out to see if it's something that you can't handle? Are you able to be honest to your person about, you know, how they changed and what you can handle, what you could compromise with, what you can't? I think knowing that up front is hella important. And most importantly, handling, how can you handle their growth? Yes. Not everything going to be for the negative. Some of it's going to be for the positive. And are you going to be there to move along with them? Or are you jealous and resentful? Yeah, that is a thing. Okay. Well, that's what these people do. I think there's more that going on than anything. You know, uh, besides people going going toward the negative, I think it's especially with the way people think nowadays, like you'll be in a full-fledged relationship being jealous of your partner making moves that they, that you need to make, but because you didn't think of it or you didn't do it first, you can't be fully happy for them. Now you- but I, I would love to shout out the married women stepping up in their careers and retiring their husbands. I think that's a beautiful thing to see. Yep, it is, because since a bunch of you punk-ass niggas is out here acting like you don't want to do nothing anyway, <laughs> women have to step up, and now they gotta, you know, they got to let you retire early. So you can stay home and watch the kids while they come bring home the bacon. But you know what it is. That's, y'all out here fighting for all this. Why I got to do more? Let me do less. Okay. You ain't going to get women asked to do less. They don't know how to do that. Not black women anyway, I can tell you that. Listen, but at the same time, a lot of those men were the ones going ham and that woman had the, the you know, just the relaxation of being at home while he went hard at a job. So if if I was married and my husband went hard at a job for 10 years, you know, struggled and hurt himself, and then I got to a point where I got an opportunity to go ham in my career, and my career took off to the point where I could take care of the whole family and him, and he doesn't have to struggle and work and provide, you're damn right I'm going to retire that man. Yeah, if you want to make it $13 an hour, that's, that's, we, we can do better. Yeah, we can make more for this family. Let's go. I got. Or, or it don't even have to come down to the money. Um, it could be like if you could hurt yourself on the job and not be here, and I gotta be a widow behind a job. You retiring? Yeah, no. I feel you. Like I gotta make it make sense because, I mean. A man could work a great job, be able to provide for his whole family, but if he ain't here no more, yeah, what are we? What are we like, who cares how long y'all been married? If he ain't here no more, it's a was thing. Mm-hmm. So, I just think um, you just gotta know and be ready to evolve with your person. Period. That's right. I just I just think it's very important for people to understand who you are with as a constant thing. Like, don't ever feel like, oh, I know this person. They would never do that. I know everything about this person. Nobody 
knows anybody 100% except for you. You know yourself 100%. Mm-hmm. But the man I'm married or the man I'm with will never know me 100%. He still has to figure out you know, a, a pieces of me every year. Yeah. Um, what kind of serious changes um, that can happen in a relationship that you just know off tops, like you're not dealing with? <sighs> well, my main thing is uh, any kind of communi- communicative change. Mm-hmm. Um, if the communication gets worse, mm-hmm. I'm talking about if it becomes abusive, if it becomes less to the point where we're not talking, um, and any type of uh, change in consistency, that's out. Mm. Yeah, I'm not being with somebody who we got something going on, and all of a sudden you just up and stop doing things and start moving a different way and don't explain why. Like, that, yeah. That's changing to me. That's, you probably got some other shit going on. And if it's along with uh, a change in communication, I'm going to start assuming that you, you're you sneaking and trying to see somebody else. So um, those are two right off the top uh, I'm not dealing with because it to me it all just comes as a sign is uh, something has changed and it isn't for the better. And one of us isn't being transparent. Yeah. And uh, letting the other know what's what's really going down so those two right there um if there's a change uh i guess that would go with this as well sexually Mm. um you know you're not asking for it you don't want it you're not giving it the way you used to you don't all of a sudden don't want to give head you don't want you don't want your box eating whatever Mm -hmm. you know red flag to me why he was a freak when we met Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> Why all of a sudden uh, no more fellatio, no more you know fucking in, in the the bathrooms at Denny's, you know why? <laughs> why are we doing that? Oh, what happened? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know those 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 are I would say three right off the top. Where if I saw those, I'd be like, what's what's the word? What's going on here? You know what I mean? What is, is there an issue? Is there somebody else? Because I really don't have time to keep. You know, I'm not going to be Mr. Investigating. I'm not going to be Mr. Jealous. And I, you sure as hell ain't going to try and make me feel like I'm crazy. So either mm-hmm. talk about what you're doing, be transparent, be an adult, especially at my age bracket. You know what I mean? Like, we in, we in the, you know, mid to late 30s. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are still doing this hiding and playing little kid game shit, go back in your 20s. Deal with people in your 20s and do that shit. Don't yeah. come up full-fledged adulthood still doing high school shit. In, in freshman year college shit. Ain't nobody got time for that. You know? So Okay, I have a question. Uh-huh. So with that, how many discussions are you having about the issue before you're like, okay, you're not you don't want to fix it. This is not gonna be fixed. We done. Uh, one, two tops. You see, I've I have very little patience for repeating myself because I'm giving you the the um the option now. And yeah. you're the one acting weird, but I'm coming forth and asking you to talk to me. Yeah. That's a double negative for me. So if I'm asking you, what's wrong? Let's figure 
this. I don't even know what the what are we trying to fix? What's going <laughs> Why on? Why are you being weird to me? Yeah, you <laughs> weird. Like I don't. So you think I'm gonna keep begging you to no? After a while, I just like, I'll shut this down then, and you go to figure your life out because I ain't gonna be with somebody that's gonna sit here like this, acting fucking weird, and then gonna try and make me investigate as to what the hell's going on, and then don't want to tell me what's going on. Yeah. No. Can't have it all your way. What the hell is wrong with you? I ain't never been a private eye woman. I'm not doing it. That's I'm baby. I'm not looking through your phone. I'm not going to follow you. I want to know. Being an yeah. adult. We're not doing high school and freshman and college shit. As adults. I should not do all that. And you should have the level of maturity to be like, yo, there's somebody else. I'm, I'm tired of this. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Like, I don't like repeating myself. Um, I, I, um, come to the, uh, ah, okay, this might be a thing. I think people, especially today, are attracted and, um, they are in love with the, the toxic, um, narcissistic, uh, drama back and forth idea of what love or relationships are because they see it on TV, they see it in social media, um, they see it in movies, and they think, you know, why didn't you um call me back or why didn't you show up anyway or why didn't you fight for me or why didn't you um show up for me or or you didn't try hard enough? They think like that a way to prove you know you want this relationship when the, the reality is no to prove that you want a relationship is when both people are focused and wanting to put energy in on the solution exactly so I'm not I'm not chasing you in traffic I'm not yelling at you I'm not getting in in, in faces of other women who are making passes at you or engaging with you because you are giving them um, an idea that they can or insinuating that it is okay. Like, I'm not I'm not doing that. I'm not attracted to people who go to sleep angry with each other and they yeah. wake up and they arguing before they brush their teeth. I'm not doing that. I'm not attracted to that. And ha- haven't we learned better? Haven't we learned by this point in our lives that that doesn't work? It doesn't solve anything? And why at this point in your life don't you want some form of peace where that, you know, taking up half of your day, you sitting around worrying about what your spouse is doing. The only way I can be in a comfortable relationship is to be fully trustworthy of my partner. And also my partner makes me fully trustworthy of them by not doing fuck shit day in and day out, by being being transparent, picking up the phone. FaceTime and whatever, you know, you do is in, in a relationship. This ain't dating. You know, but like, once you're in a relationship, FaceTime, whatever. You know, we speak before we go to sleep. It is what it is. Like, this ain't... You don't just turn shit off in a relationship and be like, oh, you'll be alright. That's how you date. And that's how you date unsuccessfully. Yes. Or, or, or you just feel like, because you know a person really loves you um, and they built a life around you, you feel like 
it's permanent. It's till the till the casket drop. You can never go back from me. No, yeah. just because a person loves you doesn't mean they're obligated to put up with your nonsense. Exactly. And don't try that. Don't because all that does is that'll force somebody who knows their worth out the door extra early. Yeah. So like if you're in a relationship and serious changes, like um maybe at the beginning y'all talked about marriage, y'all were for it. And then throughout the relationship, one person changes their mind and they think they don't want marriage. That's a discussion you need to be having with your person and not dragging them along for years with them thinking like y'all are working towards the same thing and somebody basically dropped that off of their bucket list, right? Or, um, you know, one person not wanting kids anymore, Mm -hmm. but this other person mentally, emotionally, and, and physically has built a lifestyle to set up for kids. We purchased a five bedroom house with the idea that we would have kids not to have two of those rooms for closets or a man cave. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yep. a discussion that you need to have. And I think a lot of women drag that out and not have the conversation with a man t- to tell him, I don't want any more kids or I don't want more or I don't want kids period. And I'm, and I think a lot of men drag out women doing wifey shit when they know they don't want to be married. Yeah. It's wasting people's time. But this is this is the importance of knowing the right things to discuss and to converse about when you first start dating someone. These are questions you should easily ask. You want any more kids? Do you want kids in general? All right. What it like, but you said some of y'all are just wasting time talking about favorite colors, you know, uh, who's your favorite football team? Uh what's your favorite position in bed? That's cool. Now you know nothing about this person. Now she's pregnant. And, and y- y'all don't want the same thing. You live in Texas, and you can't go to the clinic. Yeah, I yeah. threw all. I threw all sports. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is in all, some shit. All because you ain't asked the right fucking questions at the beginning of the date. Or, e- or even if, or even if they ask the right question at the beginning of the date or the beginning of the relationship, if if it changes in one person. Don't keep that to your sh- to yourself. Uh uh-uh. uh You know what I'm saying? I don't. And and and, and people who say, "Oh, I was waiting for the right time." There is never the right time to give some news that'll blow somebody's life up. The right time is immediately. <laughs> That's what you're doing. All right, I feel them different. I don't want what this person wants, but I'm not gonna drag them along. Because that's just you being selfish. And I know we're more or less, it's easier to talk to the women about this because men don't give a fuck about this. Men, men love doing this shit. You know, I just couldn't figure, you know, I got a lot of stuff going on. Men will never tell you when they've changed their mind. They'll just go along with shit and then start doing fuck shit till you break up with them. Yeah. And that's it. Like, it's, it's very hard to get a man to be like, Oh, you know, I know how we, at the beginning we talked about uh, having kids, but uh, I really, I've changed my opinion on that. And No, because anything that's going to interfere with him getting the pussy, he's not going to tell you. And you know? another, another thing with men, women don't always stick to this, but some women do. But another thing with men, for sure, 
if they're going to make a woman transition, is going to be with ease. Meaning, most men that want to make a woman transition never end the first relationship. They slide into the next one by cheating on their way out. So they already have their shit at this woman's house. They already have, you know, bills coming to this woman's house. They're already parking cars at this woman's house. They already putting money towards her rent so she don't feel slighted that he about to move in or he's staying a bit longer. And then when that woman that he is initially with that is clueless and has no idea, she feels like, I'm leaving you because, you know, for whatever reason, she feels like she's on the up and up. No, next week he comfortable with the woman he been dealing with the whole time. He was just trying to make it seem like it's not such a hard blow because you got up and left, but really he's already left a long time ago. Exactly. Exactly. Like, men are too scared to completely blow their shit up and have nobody and have nothing and not have a, re- a pussy retainer somewhere. Yeah, right. And, and start from scratch. A woman will blow her whole shit up, stay at her sister's house, stay at her mama's house, um, start dating, and start from scratch. And and she feels like she can. Men, they do shit with comfort. So if you feel like something's not adding up as a woman and you live with a man, and you feel like, oh, like you said you was going out, but you never said where you were going out. I didn't ask you where, but I know if you going out with the boys, why the fuck you coming in at 3 or 4 a.m.? Uh-huh. If he's doing that a lot often and y'all not having a conversation of what the fuck, then to <laughs> me, it's kind of like, you can't tell me you're a woman and you give a fuck about your relationship and you letting shit slide like that. Yeah. Because you don't want to call people out on the shit. No. Yo, I I call my girl out if she fall asleep and don't call me before before she go to bed. <laughs> and I and I know where she's at. I call her, but like she can call and pick up the phone half dead. And be like, Hello, I'm like, where you at? She's like, in the bed. <laughs> I'm like, you ain't called me last night. You know what I mean? She's like, and then she even though I know she did, or I called her Facetime and she answered, and she's half asleep. She's like, I was knocked out, but I'll fuck with her just to do that because that's how consistent we are. And she'll do the same shit with me. unless. It, but I mean, the appropriate way to do that, if y'all have a good night call, if you're going out for the night with the fellas, let her know up front, yo. Me and my boys, we going out tonight, so you know I'm probably being a little late. So I was calling you beforehand, just yeah. in case, you know, when it, just to be transparent. That's all. So she won't be expecting a call. Or if she's like, well, call me when you get in anyway. Then that's what you're... Your significant other asked for, that's what you do. Yeah. But if you want to be transparent, be like, yeah, we're probably going to be into two or three. You know, we're going to hit this bar, this lounge, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I'll hit you back or I'll, uh, I'll hit you in the morning. All right, that's fine. Talk to you tomorrow. That's how you do that. If you're not, you know, trying to pump pump up some other girl uh, skirt <laughs> and sleep over her house for the night. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's easy to be transparent and, and communicate the right way in your relationship if you ain't doing no dirt. It's a respect factor. Like if if y'all lost respect for each other, then mm-hmm. y'all really about to be on some roommate shit. 
Oh yeah, I did. That's how it was. My, me and my ex. Once the respect was gone, I damn wanted to kill somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I can't do this no more. Which is another reason I was like, I will never live with a woman again that's not my wife. Sorry. Yes, I'm telling you. I learned that lesson drastically. I was like, ooh, this is terrible. Yeah. Um. Also, the person um you're with wants to stay. Um, but the other person wants to move, like, y'all gonna have to have a discussion. Because yeah. a lot of people, like what you were talking about earlier, you could be in a relationship with someone who's jealous of you growing and getting better, and they don't want to get better. They like the project. They yeah. like talking out the window. They like cops being all outside and gunshots. They don't want to move somewhere where Maybe y'all kids could have a yard and can ride their bikes up and down the street and you don't have to second guess it or you don't have to not be safe. Like a lot of people don't want better and you have to understand throughout your relationship, what are the clues that this person doesn't want better? Is it in their attitude? Is it where they work? Is it um, in their mindset? Do they get upset? You know, when I talk about um, moving up in my job or or having more responsibility do they do that are they happy for me when I say I got a raise like all of that you have to look at while you're in your relationship to get a clue if this person wants change for the better another um thing when it comes to um, how people can switch up in your relationship is physically or mental health issues that happen Y'all have to really have a discussion beyond looks, beyond, um, you know, so we can't do this anymore because you got this going on. Or, you know, now that we found out that you're a diabetic, you know, do I really love you enough to help you with your insulin? Like, Uh all of that shit is a factor, right? And so you really have to know, like, the person that you're with whether it's boyfriend, girlfriend, fiance, or um, or you're in a marriage, is this person really with me, or are they just here because I make it, I make life easier for them? Yeah, and you you know, like, and so I, what you were just talking about, I got a list that we'll go over before the show's over called uh, the growth and the way people form relationships. Uh, that you might want to take note of to see if, if you know, they're going to be around. You know, if you're going to be around, shit. <laughs> There's a lot of that has to do with growth that oh, maybe one of you is doing and the other one isn't. But uh, there's, there's simple things like, you know, uh, that'll let you know what the person's going to do. I had, um, like, simple surgery when I was in my year one of my relationship, and my girl was there, like, I was having open-heart surgery. Mm-hmm. It's just it's shown there's a level of care that they have. Yeah. That it, it didn't have to be there. It wasn't a life threatening. You know, I wasn't gonna die from it. But she was there by my side like it was. You know, and that to me is a sign of one a keeper and somebody who's gonna be willing to, to be there to help take care of you in your time of needs. Now, uh, it wasn't as drastic as I'm a paraplegic or anything, and I understand. But even for them to show that kind of um you know, help, helpfulness and interest in your health 
at you know at that level lets me know that you know this person might be there for the long haul for the right reasons. You know, mm-hmm. I have to do that. You can you can look at somebody and be like, oh, I'm getting surgery this week. You can, they got plenty of reasons they can't come. Oh, I'm I'm gonna be working. I can't make it. It's nothing serious, right? You know, I see you after surgery. You know, she took off work, was out in Jersey with my parents and everything and that. Like that was some real shit to me. Yeah. You know, those are signs of a woman that is there for other shit than, you know, he's successful and he's, you know, he's got money or whatever or the dick is good, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, I'm here for all of this. All of this shit. You know what I mean? Because I want the full package. So that that that's a way you can see some, you know, just see how people respond to you when you have minimal shit. When minimal shit comes up, that can be inconvenient for one or the other. Let's see how they respond. I don't, that's a big sign right there. You know what I mean? Oh, I, you know, I have a, I have a, uh, uh, a award dinner for work. You know, 10 years I've been there and I'm the top, blah, blah, blah. It'd be very, very nice if you could come to that. You Mm -hmm. know, but here in Queens, New York, you live in New Jersey. Oh, man, I wish I could, but that's a long ride and I got work the next day. Oh, okay. So that, you know, just because it's important to me, but you got work the next day, you know, you can't make that right. Okay. I got you. Right. that, that if that's not important enough to you, then you got to look at that person. And go, okay, let me let me re re uh re, re, do do a second analysis <laughs> on this person to see if if they're gonna be here for the long haul. You know, because soon as she get inconvenient, that's when people that's when people will start showing their true colors. Yeah, and um, today's people, you got to be mindful that. Meeting the parents is no longer an honor thing. It's like whatever. Yeah, I uh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Now? <laughs> <Just like. laughs> so now it's kind of like, oh, hey, mom. Oh, yeah, her name is uh, Amy. And that mom would be like, okay, in her head, it's okay. I met Stacy yesterday. We um, had another girl over here named Q on, on, on Sunday. Okay, hey, hey, sweetheart. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? First and foremost, this nigga and his mama ain't setting no boundaries and they should both be ashamed of themselves. Right. No random chick home to my mom. My mom would be like, well, who was the other girl you just brought up here last Sunday if I tried that shit with her? When yeah. I bring somebody home now, she's like, oh, I ain't seen him with a girl in like two years. This must be serious. You know? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. This is my girl. We're you know we've been dating for six months now, you know blah blah blah. You should get used to seeing her around. That's like my mom can literally probably say she's only met. I've had maybe what four girlfriends in my whole life. She probably met she met three of them. Mm. Met three different women in my whole life. She's met three of them. That's how it's supposed to be. Long term relationships only girls that you are taking seriously, not. Yo, uh, first of all, do you live at home with your mama? Because why the hell else she meeting all these random chicks? Right. And for me, like, (laughs) out of the five people I've been with, my mom only met three. And two of them really don't count because they're the fathers of my kids. So my mom is going to meet them. You know what I'm saying? Uh But, But at the same time, my mom is the type of mother who... She gonna call a shit a shit in front of your face. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like she be like, No, nah, I don't think y'all gonna work because she's this and you like this and I don't see it working. 
or no, nah, he not gonna work because he give me this vibe. Or, you know what I'm saying? She's very honest about it. And I already told my mom, like, I'm sorry, I'm gonna be your last kid and probably the one that you'll never see married before you leave this earth. Uh, I'm like, I don't see it. You know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. people, I, and then I talked to her about the personality of the males out here now, the mindset. And I'm just like, it's like a needle in the haystack now. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just somebody that's not, I ain't waiting around for somebody to get right. You better be right when you here. You're damn right. You're damn right. Yeah. Hey, I, we've always preached you don't have to date fixer rappers. You can just get somebody who's on your level. It, yes. But the thing is, I think the real thing is people are scared <clears throat> to either do that or they know that that level isn't very high. They are getting the people on their level, and that's why they suck. Mm. That's what I said. Anyway, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I didn't know the meeting the parents thing had come into a, you know, and you know I'm a, I'm a poverty line ass nigga, so I live with my mom. <laughs> You get to meet every girl I bring in this basement to bang every night. Yeah. And what, as a woman, as a woman, I ask you this. Why do you feel the need to give a nigga a pussy who's bringing you into a basement somewhere? I don't feel like that is where you should be giving that good quality vagina up. There should at least be uh-huh. a bed somewhere you know, in at least a nice hotel, you know, a nicer area, maybe a Marriott or a Sheridan, or he should have his own spot. I feel <laughs> like if you're going downstairs and there's a little raggedy fan, half broken, mm-hmm. out, and uh, a dog running around on the rug and an uh, old TV and, uh, you know, some some blunts in a tray and a video game system. If you about to get fucked in that situation, you should know what type of nigga you're about to be on with. Because that, that's what a, a teenager lives like. 16-year-olds live like that. Yeah. So you giving a grown man, well, it's not a grown man, but this male, some pussy, and that's his living situation? And he should be quiet. Stop making so much more. My mama live upstairs. <laughs> I don't want my mama to hear you getting fucked down here. What 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 are the thoughts going through your heads, ladies? Just let me know. Like, when niggas is fucking you in, in random places like that, you know they shouldn't be. What what what? Shannon, have you ever had that experience where you were like, I know I shouldn't be doing this. Um, no, but you're giving you're giving women the idea that they know if they have quality pussy or not, and maybe those women don't know that they do. Or they think they do and they don't. So that's why it's on their level. But at the same time, in situations like that, I question the parents. I question the two people that have the audacity to have pussy or dick as a priority in their lives and not their own place. Um, And at the same time, I just feel like people just don't value themselves and sometimes the people that you pick will mirror the things you need to correct within yourself when Mm -hmm. you think about it 
So, like, you know, maybe in your 20s, there's a relationship or a girlfriend you can remember back on and be like, oh, my God, like, I really was messed up back then. And I I don't even know why I dealt with that or why, you know, I did this to her or whatever, because you don't see it. But when you're out of it, you see, like, yeah, that was a reflection of where my mind was at the time. Mm-hmm. That's true. This is where growth kicks in. Yeah. Growth will eventually kick in. I I, I want to, that'd be a good show. You should do. The, mm-hmm. most, the worst choices of places you've had sex. Because I, <laughs> I, I had some, but you know what? All of mine were when I was like younger and couldn't afford shit and was, you know, just trying to hump. So then, you know, when you're in the Burger King bathroom or outside of the park bench. Yeah, listen, y'all got to give it up when we was in high school. You girls Okay. You girls a little fast ones too. Y'all y'all letting us hit Okay, so the the worst place I've ever had sex is definitely in a um in a Pontiac two door with that with listen, with that big that big hump um in the middle. The console yeah. oh, in no. the fucking way and trying to get a nut without getting a cramp. And there was like a um police car passing and we had to lay low and act yeah. like the stopping, yeah. That's that's we had to act like the car stalled out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why are y'all in this park after this time? Because like... we was just horny dogs, dog. We were horny as shit. I <laughs> I was in my house in my pajamas and it was just, it was, it turned into like a dare thing or I bet you won't. So yeah. I'm, just, like, I'm just like, dog, don't push me. And we just was like riding around. We got to like a dark street or whatever. Nobody yeah. was around. It was late as fuck. We wasn't thinking no car was going to pass through. Yeah. Um, another time was like standing up at, um, a track like where the um where the like the little stand thing is to watch like people run around the laps uh-huh and i was standing up and we was just going at it and that was my introduction into a wang in the wrong hole oh man oh my god um but i've been multiple places i've been on roofs I've been in a baseball dugout. Uh, I've been on bleachers. Not fun. Um, I'm blind on the boots. In cars, in a parking lot, and you can't go anywhere because it's rainy and now the car is fogged up. Uh, listen, I, I the back the back porch of a house and him. <laughs> Him, ske- him skeeting his kids on plants and then seeing it the next day. Like, <laughs> we've, we've done some things. Uh... I had, um, I was, I more or less did like stuff. So I had the Pontiac experience, but I did it because I was trying to, um, <laughs> me and my boy was like jumping on this one chick. But it was funny because she had, she lived with her racist grandmother. Mm hmm. Grandmother would always be like, "You gotta get it." Every time we would come over, she knew she wasn't supposed to have us in the house. And I remember it was 
<laughs> we would go outside and she'd be like, she lived in it was like wooded area. When she was like, oh man, you would go back and do it on the swings. And then my boy would be like, where can I hit it at? She's like, I, I want to deal with your friend first because I was the more attractive one. So <laughs> it was funny because my boy was watching one time and we were in the car. She's like, yeah, I'm just going to come over and ride you in the driver's seat. And I was like, huh? all right. So she came over, just, she had a skirt on, and just did it right in. Like, she's riding me hard as hell. It's, the car is, the lights are going off and the, <laughs> the horns honking and shit. And my boy's sitting in the bench, right, like looking right to the front window of the car. He's like, he's like, yo, bro, you ain't shit. And I was like, no, this is your girl's fault. Like, and the, the reality of the situation was he lost his virginity to her. So he was feeling some type of way. But, um, you know, I know the difference between a jump off and a virginity girl. You know, <laughs> like I told him, I was like, yo, you shouldn't have lost your virginity to this chick. She's yeah. got grandparents. And she closed the jump off. Like, she's already been trying to sleep with me the whole time. You over here catch your feelings for her and lose your damn virginity. That's why she got fucked right in front of you in my car. But, you know, guys, we don't give a fuck. We'll do a lot of ridiculous stuff. Yes, we'll I will. Shit and, you know, all that. That was, that was like when I was fucking like 18, doing stuff like that. I would never, but I still hear women today talk about how dudes will still ask in the fucking cars. Now, my problem is this. <sighs> y'all asking these women to fucking cars today. One, y'all are a lot bigger. Not in the prime shape you used to be. Two, some of you motherfuckers don't have cars that deserve to be fucked in. What are you fucking... And you can't fucking know Honda Civic in your mid-30s. You break bones and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you, what, what kind of car? You gotta have at least a, a nice-sized sedan. And it should be a good-looking car that makes her comfortable enough to want to fuck you with it. Because it has ambiance of a nice hotel room. So you need a foreign that's up to date and then it's spacious. Not And then maybe you could be crazy enough to be like well girl, at least fuck you in my car because you ain't got no money to go nowhere else. But you random ass dudes with these 1996 Nissan Altimas with two-tone colored doors and no air conditioner and the muffler falling off can't be demanding to get no pussy in no car. Listen. And the car be dirty on the inside too. Let me tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> So, I don't I don't know where these cats is coming from, but you know as 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 far as where y'all are having sex at, shit. Mm-hmm. I got I have t- as a as a man, I have tons of those where I had sex probably where I shouldn't have. So, like I got some incredible ones and some ones where you know I probably wouldn't even tell. But <laughs> as as a guy, you get a lot of those stories from your younger years. It's because all that stopped once I got my own place, and I've, I've had my own spot since I was twenty-four. So, yeah, you know, it's been a while since I had sex somewhere where it wasn't supposed to be, you know, hang at this point. So, God blessings. Um, uh, this whole like your person changing in the relationship, I'm always prepared for it. Um. <laughs> To, to a point of the more relationships I have, I found myself less invested. Um, so, like, I have, I always had, like, a one foot in, a one foot out type of mentality about them because I know that a person is going to get to a point I don't know shit. 
but I've experienced people getting to a point of disappointing me. So yeah. now I'm not, I'm not, I'm, it's, it's kind of like my body goes into protection mode the whole time and I'm not overly excited about shit. I'm not, oh my gosh, my person about shit. Uh, there's, I haven't been in love with a person since 2007. Mm. Because what is Red Circle? Red Circle is that place you need to be if you're podcasting. They got free promotion that you can do with other podcasters that also use Red Circle. They have ad placement. They find the dead space within your show to put the ads. And they let you go ahead and monetize your show easier. They give you the best analytics. You can find out who's listening, what they're listening from, who are your top platforms that people like to listen from so you can focus in on that. They tell you the demographics, what city, what country, what town they're in. They tell you how many people download it on a weekly basis, and it's free. They don't tell you how many shows you can do uh, per month. They don't get rid of your old shows unless you want to get rid of it. You have support on there that you can text throughout the day and it's very easy to use you can edit your shows on there you can uh, take away you can add in you can schedule shows and that's what I use for all of my podcasts not just she gets it so if you're looking for a better platform to get on that's free so you can go ahead and focus in on cost wise but you need to focus in on why aren't you on red circle it's a web-based platform get on red circle today now back to the show If you don't fully throw yourself in the illusion of everything's great and we're going to be great and I love it right now and we're really happy and we're always going to be happy, that when it doesn't work, it doesn't it doesn't hurt and it doesn't bother you so bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So it, it, it is a con to an extent. And it is also a pro um, to an extent, protection-wise, especially as an adult, because I just feel like as an adult and the demand that is in my life right now as a mother, as a woman, I don't know where people find room to be in love. Mm -hmm. You know, because being in love with a person requires a lot of time and effort. And it's a gamble on if you're wasting all that time and that effort for that person to do something ridiculous. Yeah. That is true. So even so even this um this notion of having a person and this person being a part of my world, this is why I don't believe in forever with a person. I think that's the dumbest shit. Because even if I get married to a person and I have somebody, a lot of people say, well, what are you going to stay single and you're just going to end up dying alone? Even if I was married for 60 years to a wonderful man, there is no way for me to know that I'm not going to die alone unless me and my man plan our death together. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So even with me having a great marriage, there's no there's no definite that I'm not going to be alone when I go. Well, so, you got kids though, so you, you won't technically be alone. You... But you but you don't know because in this society today, 
who's to say at what age and where my kids will be independently in their lives when I go they might be away they might be out the house I might be at the house by myself I might be in the car I might be in the store like you don't know who's going to be with you when you go so to me that's not that's not no leverage on why I should have somebody somebody would be nice but I just you know like to believe in forever what a person is done because I don't even have my kids forever you know like I know there's a there's an expiration date on me with my children and so even today with me talking to Anya about you know learning how to do something herself and being efficient in my head I was thinking like damn like raising kids is really about pouring in everything that you feel like they can retain at this age and at this time and hoping it sticks because you don't know if you're going to be there tomorrow. So just flood them with, with what's good for them now because you don't know. And the, the thing is, like, that's hella pressure to wake up every day and have a kid and wonder if, okay, if my child doesn't doesn't wake up tomorrow, did they have a good seven years? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of pressure. So to to think about that with a companion and be like, I I did this and this and this in a relationship and now there's some, some type of change in our relationship or our marriage and now we're going to go our separate ways. I don't know if I would feel like it was worth it. Yeah. I guess it's understandable. It's just a hard, hard thought process, but I can understand. Like, cause there's always, there's going to be a risk no risk, no reward. You know what I mean? So the reward could be, hey, I did have a good 60-year run with somebody. Yeah. Uh, now it's time to go. Me personally, I don't want to be living at the decrepit stage, you know, where people see you and they're like, that can't be fun. You know what I mean? Like, if once I lose any type of mobility or, you know, memory situation at that age, then I'd rather just um, go on and pass, pass on and and, and take it from there. I wouldn't want to inconvenience my children and be like, keep me around. You know what I mean? Like, especially if I can't do nothing, you know, and it looks, I'm looking miserable to everybody. So, but I, I definitely, I can understand where, you know, you're like, Hey, that may or may not happen the way it should. You're not going to have the storybook ending. You may or may not. I mean, most people seem to die separately, you know, or die one right after the other because of, of loneliness, because of how long they've been together. So, you know, kind of, it is what it is, I guess. Uh, when it comes to the long-term relationship thing, but uh, we we're we're getting way ahead of ourselves because there's people that don't even think about being together with somebody for a month or two. <laughs> That's so, a fact, and yeah. I feel them on it, dog. Because the the earlier the earlier parts of getting to know somebody and getting to know somebody is one foot in and one foot out for me. Uh-huh. Okay. Off tops. I don't start putting two foot in on people in relationships until I'm like I'm like six months in and three of those months we were just friends. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, it's hard because the first hiccup I see or the first thing I don't like I'm not going to have a conversation with you because I don't feel like you're worth the conversation in six months. Uh-huh. You know, so for me being single, like what you thought, of course I am. <laughs> I just I don't have patience.
patience, like you said, with people. Mm-hmm. It's hard, man. It's hard because people will waste your time in a heartbeat, especially Leo's. That's right, I said it. Oh God! <laughs> and I will continue to say, it. <laughs> you Leo's boy. Ooh. If there's one thing y'all like doing is you love to waste people's time, mm-hmm. and and then be offended when somebody calls you on it. <laughs> Don't be calling me out on the bullshit I be doing. I'm like, look, man, talk about growth being needed. Jesus Christ. I don't know nothing about no Leos. I know about Cancers. I know about Sagittarius. I know about Virgos. I know about Pisces. Mm. Well, I mean, I, the Leos is the one I have a hatred for. That's my thing. Ooh. Oh, other ones like, oh, Aquarius, I have hatred for, but that's that last relationship I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. Uh, my current girl is a Pisces, so I get along well with them. Uh, Aries, I get along with. Uh, Scorpios, I get along with. But Leos, have a thing where they like to bother Virgos and waste their time, and Virgos hate having their time wasted. Yeah. Like and they purposely find a Virgo, and they're like, "Hey, you a Virgo?" I'm like, "Yes." They're like, "Oh, I'm interested." Then they ghost you immediately. <laughs> like, yo, what, what is your problem? <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. get a life. That's that's wild. Um, okay, let's talk about some shifts in the relationship. Mm-hmm. So shifts in the relationship can be. A change in the trajectory of um, what you guys want together or separately. And if it's unforgivables or unforgettables, for me, I'm done. Okay. You know, like, there's, I don't feel like people change. I feel like people, people evolve. Uh-huh. Or, they, or they mask or they put some characteristic flaw and they try to bury it deep but if they wanted to whip that shit out one one more time they mm-hmm. can whip that shit out and so for me it's kind of like if I see that you can't be trusted I'm not going to put myself in a position to trust you even if it if it calls for like spontaneous thrust during fucking mm-hmm. I'm not going to relax all the time because I don't trust that you're going to do what I asked for or not do what I said not to do. Um, even when it comes to like, uh, you know, you've, we've been having such a good time for the last eight months after that bad shit that you did. Mentally and emotionally and sometimes physically, I'm prepared for you to do fuck shit. Yeah. And that's, that's not a good feel. No, so that's why I say I'm 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 gonna be honest with you. If it's some unforgivables and some unforgettables, you might as well just be my friend because you'll never fully have me a hundred percent. Yeah, that, I'm the exact same way. If if you cheat on me, there's no need in us continuing a relationship because I'm never gonna fully trust you, and I don't have time to be sitting around wondering about what the fuck you're doing, even though you're saying you're not doing that anymore. Or you might actually be where you say you are. Yeah. But that initial cheat for me, if you couldn't you couldn't hold your, your pants, you know, to yourself that one time, then somebody else can get you. You know what I mean? It's like it's like uh schoolboy Q said, Oh, if you can fuck my girl, you can keep her. Like, same with me. I'm like, if you fuck her, you keep her. I don't want her back. I have nothing to do with her. Oh, I city. never that I never understood 
why people go after close family members or friends of the person they were with to fuck. Because <laughs> they're stupid. Like, that's just a bad character flaw as a human being. Yeah. yeah it definitely is. <laughs> like, I'm a fucking friend in the family. It's, what? To my girlfriend. That's madness. And then, you know, when it comes to cheating or family priority shits where, you know, y'all in a relationship and then your person starts putting uh, their parents in front of you, their brothers in front of you, their friends in front of you, and the only time y'all have, you know, each other time is one day out of the week and it's some basic shit. It's not even anything dedicated to y'all relationship. It's some let's go run these errands together. <laughs> they don't like you. You you like people need to learn signs of when people don't fuck with you. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? At, at this age, if you're in your mid thirties, you should know. You should have been in the game enough to know when someone just isn't interested. We reciprocate when we're interested. You know, they the people act a certain way, you receive a certain energy. There's a certain level of conversation and consistency you get out of people. And the fact that we're still in our 30s, mid-30s, late 30s, and some of y'all still don't know this, is why single life is going to be abundant for a lot of you for quite some time. Mm -hmm. I keep saying, you know, and I want to be optimistic for y'all, but when you hear what's going on out here, and people keep saying it's the same discussion year after year. It's apparent that a lot of you humans just don't get it, men and women. Y'all just don't understand. You're not willing to change it, who you are. You're not willing to put any type of work in. So you should just remain single. And what you should do is be happy with being single because relationships aren't for you. That's all. Yeah. Because that you, you have a level of selfishness that's not going to change. And that's okay. Listen, I'm an only child. I still don't want my t- girl to touch my fucking plate when the food comes. Yeah. No. Because she got siblings. You people with brothers and sisters are rude, by the way. But anyway, <laughs> like most of y'all, you know, just prepare to be single in the year 50s and 60s because y'all really don't get the most simplistic shit that you need to do to compromise and be in a relationship, in a successful relationship with somebody else. You really are letting Instagram get to your head and make you think that, you know, you deserve what you see Drake and Future and them niggas doing. When at the end of the day, they'll be able to settle down whatever the fuck they feel like it because they're multi-millionaires. So it doesn't matter how much fuck shit they do. They will have somebody hunting for them at all times. You, the thousandaire that works, you know, the, the office job, you know, you got your cubicle. Like, you can't do that. That's not your lifestyle. And you're sitting out here playing around. You may be attractive and you're swiping through fucking, what, Bumble and Tinder and all that. You'll keep meeting people and keep failing until you really decide to change what you want. So, therefore, just be happy being single. Accept mm. it. Live your truth. Isn't that what Charlemagne says? Live your truth. Listen, Charlemagne loves to act like he's been living his truth all his life. Sir, you just got tired of cheating on your wife. Yeah, about what, 2016? Because he always <laughs> says, yeah. 
I just stopped cheating back in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, it's only been five years. <laughs> Some progress is better than no progress. The fact that he at least is willing, hopefully, to kind of admit that he no longer cheats with his girl shows that maybe there's growth there. He's always an advocate for therapy. You yeah. Know? But some of y'all just out here making excuses, putting memes up, and going into another unsuccessful relationship after another unsuccessful relationship. Yeah. Don't listen to nobody. Don't try to grow. Don't try to figure nothing out. So I'm just saying, save yourself some time, bro. And sister, just yeah. save yourself some time. Just be single. Meet people and listen. I'm not built for a relationship, but I'm built for a good time. What's up? That's a fact. There you go. I call it, I call it enjoying moments with people. I, I, I've narrowed it down for myself and I said, everybody is a moment. My exes were moments. They're not bad people. They're just not people for me. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not in a rush to be in a relationship. I'm not in a rush to date. Um, I've never been on a formal date. <clears throat> and I don't, I just, there's nobody around me or in my peripheral that I'm just like, oh, I'm about to go on a date with him for sure. Like, nah, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? And I, I just don't feel like I'm missing anything. And then the times that I do go out, which is rare, but I'll go with my friends and I look around at the the options. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, damn, out of like the 73 men that I saw today, there's probably only two I will playfully pursue. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, no, nah, I'm good, dog. But see, the difference with what you're doing is you you know why you're you're single and you're doing the work on myself thing. Yeah. So that's what you're aware. You're not <clears throat> just got out of a bad relationship last month, Jay, about to try that shit again next month. Don't need to fix anything. All these niggas suck. Once they stop sucking so much, I'll find my love. And I'm like, no, no, that's, that's not how it's going to work, Shane. Yeah. That's not your situation. But unfortunately, that is probably about 90% of the people's situation that's out here doing this. Mm. Just a bunch of fuck people fucking around and wasting each other's time. You know? And and, and, and the fact that there, once again, it's just age brackets. You have to look at the age bracket you're in now. You're in your mid to late 30s, and you still agree with people about what a simp is, and you don't find a simp attractive or somebody that you should possibly try dating, that shows that you haven't matured in what okay. you're doing. So you, you still think people that treat you right or try to pursue you honestly and openly is not what's popping and your ass is 38, 39? Are you fucking kidding me? Oh my God, Dungeon, now listen to this. So this, this, this post has been going around today and it's pissing me off. Because a lot of podcasters are reposting and asking people what they think. Uh-huh. It says if you meet a man and he's in his 30s and he has no kids. And he's single. Yes, and right. single, there's something wrong with them. No! Oh. That's a man who's been picky and been smart about the quality woman he's dealt with and he knows when he needs to bounce. And he doesn't feel like he needs to attach himself to women that he doesn't want long term. Like women and the majority of women that's agreeing with that shit are the most damaged individuals thinking this social media uh, relationship 
is the real thing. It's not legit. Legit is a man with a motherfucking plan. And when you meet a man with a plan, his whole goal is to avoid having a baby mama. But Shan, I'm the man they're talking about. That's actually my life. 37 with no kids. I have a girl. Like, the thing is, what that proves to me is those women are dating who I despise. PLNs. Poverty line. <laughs> you have never dated a man that makes reasonable money. You don't know what it's like to date d- dudes that ain't from your block or your hood. And the fact that you would think that a man that has kids and all that already is better option than a man that doesn't. It's automatically just a better option. Let's me know where your mindset. You used to baby mama, baby daddy drama. Yeah. Want all of that around. You you don't want the man that's not a fixer upper. You want the drama. You don't know self worth. So somebody who writes a meme like that already lets me know they've been hurt and they're dating the worst type of dudes. If that man ain't been to jail at least once, you're not dating a real man. That'll be the next man to come out. And a whole right. bunch of girls are like, yes, queen, yes. Another, another, I, another girl. I'm stand by him. Because another girl who, posted on TikTok, she posted a video of, I guess, the man that she, she was talking to leaving the parking lot. And he had a whole-ass Mustang, right? Uh-huh. To me, there are certain cars, especially for Atlanta men, that they drive where I just know they out here being hoes, okay? Mustang, a Dodge Charger, um, or a Jeep, or a Chevy truck. If that man drives them shits, he's out here doing holicious things, okay? She posted, if you can't hear your man when he leaves, that's not a man. No, men only ride those loud ass cars to attract those loud ass needy ass bitches. <laughs> and that's also not a good car. Like up here, they put the loud mufflers on the Honda Civics. And I hate it. Not a good car. It's an annoying car. And if you, you really, if you really want a sports car so bad, save your money and stop adding features onto a basic ass middle class ass car and get you a Porsche and get you a Maserati and get you something that has a no. certain engine yep. that will make that noise properly but I don't want to hear that shit on a Nissan I don't want to hear that shit on a Honda when you're coming out of your apartment parking lot well why obtain it when we can just imagine we've got it Shan why oh my god imagine we got some messages here okay Brianna. It's hard. I mean, it's hard. I'm not meant to be single. Um, but I've accepted, you know what, my hands are tied. There's nothing I can do about it. Um, so I'm trying to spend more time with single girlfriends because um, they're the only ones that really, you know, want to hang out. And girls younger than me, too. But my hands are tied. There's nothing I can do about it. All I can do is exist. And I mean, I, I don't think I have any red flags. I think I'm pretty easygoing. But um. It's okay. I'm not the only single girl, and I won't be the last, so it's okay. Now, Brianna, yes, shit's different, though. You you have a goal. You have a certain type you're looking for, and that type is uh, harder to find. So it's going to be a different situation for you as opposed to 
um, women who are just looking for shitty ass dudes and dating shitty ass guys. So you don't have to give up. I wouldn't recommend hanging out with single girlfriends though, because they're not usually the best uh, <laughs> people to find people with. But but I know you don't want to just sit around not doing nothing either. But you you're in a different bracket. You're not you're not part of the women we're talking about. I'm sure you don't think that a uh, a man that didn't have any kids and has his life together is is a red flag that you should probably not be interested in, especially uh, in the money. Huh? I don't feel like that's a red flag, but if you have no chemistry with that man and he keeps like basically um, marking his territory mm-hmm. but not blatantly saying like what he wants with you. So like if you come around where he's at, he'll purposely try to hug you in front of all the other men to let them know like I I got my eye on this one. Nah, but, don't but, be- y'all, but y'all really don't talk like that. Y'all never went out and then he texts you around 9 30 10 o'clock ish after he's been drinking or he watching a game just to see where your mind is at and maybe he wants to send you a dick pic and you never asked for the dick pic but it's nice but at the same time you start to see all of the great things about him you have great teeth you have a few jobs you have your own car you have your own place you're not dating you're not in a relationship you're not blatantly asking for the pussy, but you're insinuating, like, if I wanted to, I would like to be an option type shit. And then you give him a chance, and and he can't swim. What do you mean? Give me an example of he can't swim. He can't because- swim, meaning he can't tolerate the pussy wetness in order to thrust in the pussy long term. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. All right, let's let's put a pin in that real quick. Give him more than one round, okay? No! No, <laughs> Dungeon, don't be like that because everybody's like, everybody like, like, give him another chance. Okay, hold on. Hear me out. Hear me out. And men can attest to this. Sometimes we need more than one chance. Sometimes that pussy... <laughs> Second time was worse. Okay, all right. Listen, if the second time it gets worse, you might have to give up on this guy. But don't. <laughs> there are some guys who will come back, go to the gym, and work out. And that second time, they will blow your back out. But like my bad. First like, time, I just hadn't had sex in a while. You, but that time they give you that jail dick, and you like, but you're dungeon, dungeon, dungeon. When I this man makes no sense. This man makes no sense. I'm talking about height perfection, teeth perfection, mindset perfection. Um, I mean, shit if you're not to use your dick. Listen! <laughs> it don't mean shit! So when people be like, you know, you need to get you a good quality man and I'm scared of that shit because I'm, now my mindset is like, god damn, like, what's wrong with him? No, 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 see, see, this is the problem. <laughs> is right here. Because this has been an issue for me within the community and I hated this about chicks. Like, <laughs> A lot of women would assume guys that have their shit together can't perform in bed. And then when we do break your back, you're like, wow, you're a fucking unicorn. I'm like, yo, what makes you think just because I got my life together that I'm not a fuck? Let you- me tell you this. I have never. Together, I have that never. We weren't fucking too? Like, we fucked all. Dungeon. I have never dealt with 
a man who quote unquote has his life together that can break my back. Y'all, you know, y'all, this is the problem. Never right here is why enough quality men aren't getting aren't, aren't getting women. I, I, I'm not I'm not saying that quality can't break y'all back. I'm saying that quality men don't deserve great punani. Y'all do, but I'm just saying if I don't see Bigfoot, I'm not going to tell you that Bigfoot don't exist. But I'm open. To witnessing it one day. Listen, yeah, y'all make me sick, man. Such <laughs> <laughs> a problem. Oh the female community, y'all really have this problem. Where y'all really think that men that got it all together, you like, but he probably can't put it down in the bedroom. I'm like, yo, who told y'all that? Uh, I, told I, y'all? I, I, I don't. Okay, Dungeon, I do not say that. I'm just saying, me personally. The 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 ones the two that I did give a chance to dog squares with additional squares around it dog. Yeah, listen. I'm, let's get back to these messages. <laughs> I, awesome. This is. I agree. It shows that the man is building his wealth and he maybe he's not ready to take on any roles and be in our relationship. He's just being smart. Um, so yeah, please tell these people, Chan, not to stigmatize us people that have been single for four years like me or don't have kids like me or don't have anyone to date or have a boyfriend. Please do not think that we're a bunch of freaks. And yes, these little white boys here in the South, yeah, if they have these jacked up trucks or they're super loud and it's not a work truck, that's an insecure man. No, thank you. Yep. Now there's your small penis. There's your small penis. Brianna, I will say that <laughs> I'm very single. Um, by choice, I am a freak. That is known. I do not hide that. But at the same time, I'm not a community freak. Meaning, just because you like a freak doesn't mean you can just pull up and I'm about to hop in life. That's not. That's not how I work. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I'm not. I'm not sniffing around and I'm not dolling myself up every night looking for some shit either. I'm just like, you know, when I'm supposed to have that is going to appear because a woman does not find a good man. A good man finds a woman. And I just, I'm going to stick by it. There you go. Let's get back to the streets. All right. We got Rena Rena most walking to the rooftop to the street shop. All right, one more message and we're blocking. I'm taken, so I have nothing to worry about, but I do support all pan by anything. I'm here for it. All right, that's enough of that. This is a child. And definitely a child. Done. And, <laughs> and last, you sound like you're fucking two years old on time. But I didn't support you. Shut your ass up. <laughs> doing a lot better of not getting, uh, letting those people. Uh, in the uh, the app, I haven't had that in a while, actually. Yeah, it it it, it comes in every once in a while. I, um, some more unforgettables are, um, and 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 shifts in relationships that are changes could be not spending enough time together anymore. Um, your partner embarrasses you doing something on a major scale, or 
they fall into some type of uh, substance abuse, whether it's pills, alcohol, um, weed. Um, and I don't have any problem with weed, but I have a problem with if you're not a productive weed um, user, that's a problem. You know what I'm saying? Um, or it's just someone wanting to be better and the other people are in denial that things need to change or things need to get better or they need to grow up. So I think it's very important for people to set their boundaries early. I think it's very important for people to um, not get caught up with looking happy and actually being happy in the relationship. Also to check that ego struggle within the relationship where maybe before y'all got together, you're used to being chased all the time. And now that you're in a relationship and that person knows that you're their person, maybe they don't stroke your ego like they used to at the beginning, right? So now you have to find ways to challenge each other in the relationship romantically to be excited about each other. So that can be a transition for people. Also, balancing out spicy time. Uh-huh. So y'all can't keep having the same mundane sex. Y'all gonna have to switch it up. Um, you know, maybe you initiate it as a woman. I, a, what, a lot of women have an issue initiating that. And I'm confused because if if I have a man and I really love and lust that man, sir, I'm initiating that in the most improper times on purpose. I think I think a lot of women struggle with knowing how to initiate though. That's crazy. Because a lot of y'all think like just kissing on your man um is like initiating. And I'm like, but I've had different experiences with women before who wanted to initiate and got what they got out of me and others who tried to initiate and I thought you were just being like lovey dovey. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, oh she's uh. perfection right now. And then there's some women that well, pull your dick out and suck it till you're ready to go and just jump on it and get to work. And I'm like, wow, I guess you weren't playing in no games. You know what I mean? But there's a difference in just, oh, let's kiss and I'll hug on you and all that. I'm like, well, are you trying to get fucked? Are you just like affectionate right now? You know what I mean? So right. then maybe that might need to be a class on how to initiate with your man. Yeah. And not, not from your mama or his mama. No, yeah. No, from a okay. friend. Yes. <laughs> also, um, commitment. Commitment in a relationship or in a marriage is what you show, improve, and not what you talk about. So I think a lot of people sometimes will get caught up on, yes, I'm committed. Don't I come home every day? Don't I pay the bills? Don't I make sure, you know, these kids have this? And that's responsibility. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's, you know, being the head of the household or, you know, being a wife or whatever, right? Commitment is like, I'm committed to us, like, in the beginning of our marriage. Like, I want to show up for you and I want to continue to date you within my marriage. I don't want to forget about us. I don't want to put us to the wayside that we can wait 10 years to have 
our vacation or or you know we waited to go on the honeymoon and now we're six years in to our marriage and we've never had a honeymoon but we have to sit and listen to our friends around us talk about their honeymoon or go on vacations or how do they get time and every year to take a trip together when they got kids and we have never done that it's all about that priority shift like I want to remind my person that you know, what I do every year and what I do every day, I also include us too. And I think people get so caught up in that, whether their lives are shifting together or separately, that they start to kind of like treat their relationship like a task. Yeah, exactly. And it shouldn't be like that because that that's where your answers to the question become wrong when it's like, all right, do you love me? And like, I pay these bills. I keep a roof over your head. That don't, that, that's, an old, first of all, that's an old school answer. Yeah. I pay these bills and blah, blah, blah. Like, a man who's in love with his wife continues, I'm sorry, not a man who's in love with his wife, a couple that's in love with each other. Mm-hmm. Find different ways to appeal to each other, be affectionate, discuss, you have open discussions about how you can continue to please one another. You don't just let shit get stagnant and stale. And that, to me, is where the love is shown, is when you were willing to have those conversations. And be like, hey, you know, we've been together, you know, five, six years. You know, I know I know, you love, you know, eating my ass on Friday nights, but is there something else yeah. I can do, you know what I mean, that, uh, <laughs> that can, you know, stimulate us in the bedroom or, or turn you on in a different way. I just want to make sure that I'm consistently pleasing you. You know, oh, I know we usually do this for your birthday. I want to change it up to take you out of the country for your birthday to show you that I love you. I'm going to do different things to please you and grow with you, even though we're, you know, six, seven years in, 10 years in, whatever. That's where you're showing actual love for that individual as opposed to just being like, I pay bills and I'm responsible, right? I don't cheat on you, do I? Right. That's that's the basics of a relationship. You're not doing nothing special by doing that. You're being a respectable human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you know, so you know, it's definitely need to be um, pay attention to the love languages. Yeah, and the whole idea of you know, even the years when I did cheat, I made I respected you enough to make sure you never find out. A compliment. Not at all. That is not a a. Oh my gosh, he does love me. He made sure I never found out. I'm tired of women projecting this. This this is a healthy marriage if your husband does this. If my husband has the audacity to make some woman that is not his wife feel like she has an up on me, and has the the twat, the looks, the whatever to have my husband, then I'm with the wrong husband, period. I don't give a fuck if you hide it or not. Mm-hmm, exactly. It was wrong, and uh, we done. You're not going to have yeah. to hide it a second time. I'm going to make sure that we don't get to that point. Because men <laughs> men love to talk about how, you know, if if a man can have my woman, that ain't my woman, or you know, I don't want no pussy other men have. 
Well, women don't want no community dick either. <laughs> yeah, right. That's yeah. tough. That's tough. Guy talk is unrealistic. Unless your girl was a virgin when you met her, then you don't know what she's been doing. You don't know what her sexual activity before you really was, and just accept it. Like as long as she's not out here disrespecting and embarrassing you now, who cares about what happened in the past? You know, if that's who you want now. That's who you want. Like. Don't sit there talking that shit. That's just a bunch of fake player pimp shit that some dudes talk who really don't be getting no pussy. Let me tell you that right now. <laughs> That's not uh, even thing to say. You know? Okay, so so when it comes to like change, I think change can be good or bad in relationships. When mm. people, up, what are some pros and cons of changes that may happen in relationships? So, or what? Or what's on that list that you got? All right, so my list is is more for the pros because. We haven't fully focused on just straight growth. So I'm going to go through a quick list of uh, seven things that I got as different type of growth that happens in a relationship that the con could be whether your spouse decides to either be resentful or to continue growing with you. That could yeah. be. So, um, you know, first type of growth for me was emotional growth, uh, emotional honesty, which you hear me, or being emotionally honest you hear me talking about a lot on here she involves improving your communication uh having more effective communication with your spouse your arguments change and become different because they're not just a bunch of high-pitched yelling and throwing shit and, and trying to shake the room it's actually effective communicating where one person talks the other person listens the other person talks the other person listens feelings are validated we come to a conclusion we don't go to bed angry at each other emotional growth uh, financial growth should be happening if you're any type of responsible, respectable adult. Uh, <laughs> you know, you're uh, gonna be looking to uh, make uh, better purchase decisions. Uh, you want to purchase homes, you know, investment uh, investments, looking into retirement. You know, you're not gonna be worried about Jordans when they come out. You're not gonna be worried about the newest car or on Fast and the Furious or whatever foreign you can get. You know, you're talking about long-term wealth and big, building a legacy uh, for your family as opposed to, you know, thinking of shit, the newest Gucci bag or uh, the newest uh, Louis Vuitton jumpsuit, whatever. You, mm -hmm. you think differently about money as you get older, and you should in a relationship as well. Um, maturation or maturity growth. Uh, you think differently as, as you get older, and why is it? Uh, your friend circle will become smaller as this happens. Yes. Uh, because you're going to start looking at the people around you and being like, why the fuck am I even hanging out with people like this anymore? And you're going to hang out with people who literally have the exact same goals and have either accomplished them or are currently trying to accomplish them as you and your family want to. Uh, you're going to move differently. Um, there's going to be growth in your career. Uh, you know, you're going to look for better job options to make more money to get the bag that a lot of you claim you're trying to get, but a lot of you aren't really getting. Right. Uh, you have career growth. You start to understand that there's a certain level of professionalism and, and the code switching that you're going to have to do to make a certain type of money. And keeping it real to motherfuckers in the hood does not matter if it's going to make me have well over six oh. figures, seven figures in my pocket. I don't give a damn what you hood niggas think. And trying to live in this house with the in-ground swimming pool. Fuck out of here project ass dummy uh, <laughs> and there's 
Um, love language growth, which we kind of just went over. Mm-hmm. Uh, understanding your spouse and new and better ways to love and treat your partner. You know, different trying different things, showing them that you're you're growing. Show appreciation for things you usually wouldn't back in the day. Um, like you said, if you know somebody's used to receiving a bunch of compliments, and you're somebody that doesn't compliment, find something else to replace that. Make sure that they're still being satisfied as well as yourself. Um, you have mental growth. You know, read more. You know, learn about other cultures. Might maybe get into politics. No more block mentality. Understand that the world is bigger than your fucking hood. Thank you. You become more cultured. Travel the world. Experience different things. Stop talking about, you know, what these motherfuckers at the end of the the block and next neighborhood or New York City got going on. Nobody gives a fuck about that. World's way bigger than that. Become cultured. Learn more and grow. And uh, the last one I had on here was uh, spiritual growth, which is... um, you can just gain a better understanding of oneself and or gain a relationship with a higher power. Either way, it helps you uh, as far as, you know, with the mental aspect and just zen in your own life, getting to know yourself uh, more in depth and knowing what you want and what, uh, you know, also should help you figure out your partner a little bit better too because you're taking the time to know someone on a different level. And that comes with, you know, growth spiritually and uh, mentally as well. So that that was the, the, the quick seven of growth, pure growth. All of those things were forms of growth that may happen in a relationship. Uh, and the kinds would be if your spouse decides to hate on you for doing it. And mm. decide, well, I'm not, I'm going to be resentful because you're doing that. Or while well, you making more money, good for you. Now I pay more bills as opposed to being like, damn. My husband or wife uh, making more money. I want to keep up. I want to be on their level. Let me go get a job making more money. Let me do what I need to do so I can get up and, and, and provide more as well. It shouldn't all be on them. The burden shouldn't be all on them. We're we a couple. You know what I mean? Let's, let's find a way to work this together. You know, we should have the same and similar goals. Nobody in the couple should be like, well, my goal is to be broke while your goal should be to make all the money and provide and I do nothing. Right. You know what I mean? So... Y'all should have similar goals. And by going through that quick list of ways to grow, you can put those goals together and uh, find a way to have a more successful relationship that should last into the future. Yes. All of So, So when it comes to, like, changes in your relationship, just make sure the first person you discuss your changes with is your person if you really respect your person. Don't talk to your friends. Don't talk to your mama first. Don't talk to, you know, your 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 man's best friend first or his mama. Don't make the person that's your person feel second place to the facts. Yeah, exactly. You know, and um, if it's a shift that it can be compromised with, talk to your person. If it's a change that's going to change how they move about and what they do and everything they've been saving towards or for, talk to your person. But at the same time, changes are going to happen, good and bad. 
I think the key is to make sure the person that you're with can handle the wave of your changes. Yes. And that comes with the right conversation. You can discuss that. I'm telling you, all at the beginning up front. You can discuss certain things and see if they're intimidated by any of it. You know? I've had women who, on the first date were telling me, you know, I plan on going back to school in a few years to do this so I can become a get my master's in this and make even more money. But I was like, oh, no. That's not what I've been to. You, you're trying to better yourself and make more money in the future? Nah, I'm good on that. Yeah. But out there, up front. So if I were one of them fuck boys, I could just be like, yeah, nah, sorry. I'm just looking to get you pregnant. <laughs> you know a, I think a lot of men, there are a lot of men who are married or in relationships playing house with a woman and deep down he wants to go to school for whatever to better himself but because this girl that he's with or this woman feels like oh you're not a man if you're not uh fully providing for your your family to the maximum getting all the hours at work that you can how are you going to be a man of of the household and go to school and I'm I'm doing more work than you and you're a man like I feel like that whole fear and that mentality sets a lot of men into this into this repetitive mundane way of living when in all entirely they made space for their wife to be able to go to school while they work and take care of the family they made time for their girlfriends to finish nursing school so they can get the job that they want to work the key would be to have a partner that will also sacrifice some time so you can get better also uh-huh. exactly and you shouldn't have a problem with that if you really are working on the same goal yes you understand that that's how you're going to obtain it is by you know Left foot, right foot, one foot out of the other. Yeah. I mean, let's work together so we get to the top of the mountain. Another, another major thing I think sometimes is I think some people want a fool to bend over backwards for them so they can make sure that they get right and they get better for the next person. <laughs> that that I never understood. I think I said <laughs> Which is crazy and selfish and the audacity for them to think that they deserve all great things after that is beyond me. <laughs> I'll be damned if I'm fixing you up for anybody except me. What? Like, I'd be <laughs> like, what? I mean, if I even get a hint or iota of a hint that while I'm doing all this to get you better, that you're like, yeah, you know, when I leave you and go to somebody else, I'll be like, you know what, just let's stop doing this. Forget everything I told you and just go back to being a failure. I would never fix anybody up for, to be better for somebody else. I'm like, fuck out of here. Right. The reality is a lot of people would never tell you that you are. They won't. But the whole thing is like, first of all, the best part about me is I'm not fix you up because I don't believe in doing that. <laughs> it wouldn't happen to me because I'm not going to be there for you in that manner. You know? <laughs> I, will, I will agree with your goals. You know, my, my girl wants to go back to school for her master's. 
to help and make more money for the family business. I'm down with that. But, you know, that's my girl. And I, I you know, tend to marry. I wouldn't do that just for, you know, and, and I, I, I give her, you know, colleges and we're talking about, you know, letters of recommendation and all that. I go all out with her for that because I know her end goal is going to be beneficial to both of us. But for me to be dating somebody like who wasn't paying me no attention and returning my texts or calls and I'm doing that and then helping them with college shit and getting back into school, knowing that she's going to leave me as soon as she go back to school and find somebody else that she's interested in. Nah, I'm good. I'm like, if you're not showing me that you're here for the long haul, I'm not showing you that I'm here for the long haul either. You know, give give what you see, man. Reciprocate. That's it. Don't just be going all out for people who ain't going all out for you. Boom. That is it. This is another successful gem episode for the Relationship Rapport, which is an actual podcast that you can find on your podcast platforms. So if you are into bettering your relationship mindset, this is the podcast for you, okay? You can find me, Shan, on She Gets It Pod on uh, Twitter and on IG. You can find me on Stereo under that name. That is Dungeon. You can find him on here under his name on other shows. If you are interested in doing other shows, check him out on IG at OG Dungeon, okay? DM him. Whatever you need to, he's there. We do have a Twitter, The Real Relationship Report. Just hashtag it and it will pull up. Um, we will be back with another show. I think, what is it, the, the 17th? Yep, 17th weekend of my birthday. So Okay, B-Day, okay. Come, we're going to turn up. We're going to turn up. Okay, for Dungeon. So I'm looking forward to that show. This show will be up on your podcast platforms by next week. So keep an eye out for that. Dungeon, I appreciate you. Drop some good gems tonight as usual. Uh, as the same for you, Shan, as we you know we do on here. Dropping knowledge on people. Just trying to help you guys have better relationships in the future. But you got to put in the work. Yeah. These gems and apply them. Don't just listen to them and go back. But I disagree. Because if you do you're just gonna keep getting what you've been getting, which is a bunch that's, of that's a fact. I gotta um this short week has been like it has been like punishment because I um because I was sick last week, I've been like I've been in the week of the episodes instead of preparing the week before. Mm-hmm. I have to record um episodes where she gets it tomorrow and um cozy room. So, it's going to be a night. About to be busy. Listen, it's going to be a night. But um, this was good. I appreciate you. It was a good show. Thank you for everybody that came through, dropped comments and things. We appreciate y'all. Don't be keeping secrets from your person. Don't. Never end well. Yeah. That shit will just blow up in your face. Yep. I'm out of here, dog. Catch up with y'all. Y'all be good. Peace. Peace.